This is News Talk. And Rishi Sunak is on the front of a number of papers this morning, including the Irish Times. Sunak poised to become UK leader as Johnson pulls out uh, following Boris Johnson's sensational exit from the Conservative Party leadership race. Last night, Rishi Sunak now poised to become the next British Prime Minister. In a statement released just before 9pm last night, Boris Johnson said it would not have been, in the, been the right thing to do, continuing his leadership campaign, as it would not help to heal the divisions within the party. He claims well first of all you need 100 MPs to get onto the final ballot he claims he had 102. We'll never know if he had 102 or not though. The suspicion is that Boris Johnson didn't have at least 100 MPs backing him and obviously that would have been quite embarrassing for Boris Johnson today uh, if the nominations were revealed and he didn't get the 100. So he claims it's for the good of the party. Others would say he didn't have the support. I saw a very funny tweet uh, last night saying it's like what Boris Johnson's doing is like saying uh, I won the lotto and my numbers came up but I don't feel it's the right time for me to spend the money so I'm going to rip up my ticket instead I mean clearly if you get the 100 votes he also said by the way that he got the 100 and that also he would get the support of the uh, ordinary grassroots conservatives um, so obviously if you get the 100 and you think that the grassroots are going to support you then you would put your name down on the ticket surely maybe not I don't know anyway Rishi Sunak looks to be the next British Prime Minister other main story in the front of the Irish Times ministers to meet over housing crisis for Ukrainians they're looking at measures aimed at easing the growing pressure on the crisis hit system for housing Ukrainian refugees as we heard on the news more than 40 were left without accommodation over the weekend when City West closed to new arrivals Some were helped by homeless services in Dublin City and many went back to the airport where they slept over the weekend. There's a new facility uh, being set up in the airport this evening for temporarily housing new arrivals. The Ukrainian refugee situation also on the front of the Irish Independent plans to hand over empty houses to house Ukrainian refugees. The government's working on a new scheme to encourage people to hand over empty houses to house Ukrainian refugees in return for financial payment. The problem with this is that a lot of people did offer up um, the houses that they had and they didn't hear anything from those arranging accommodation for Ukrainian refugees. So unless something can change, maybe they can put more resources into ringing around the people, getting back to people, saying we'll come out and look at the house, see if it's suitable and then we will move Ukrainian refugees in. Thank you for your offer and here's some money for it. But at the moment, there are people who offered up their houses and then said, because they didn't hear from anyone for months, they then decided to uh, rent it out to the private sector again. The state officially ran out of space to house Ukrainian refugees over the weekend. According to the Irish Independent, ministers meeting today to discuss new plans to address the crisis. And we had 10 more refugees left without accommodation yesterday, which brings the total number to 43. And as we saw yesterday, the Ukrainian ambassador to Ireland saying the situation is unacceptable. What took me slightly by surprise was on social media, a lot of people criticising the ambassador. Now, many agreed and said the ambassador was dead right to say it's unacceptable. 
others uh, weren't happy with the ambassador and saying it's not appropriate and Ireland has been very good to Ukrainian refugees so it seems like for some people their approach is changing. Now the Irish Examiner looks at Umbor Planola again. This paper and others has been following the ongoing issues at Umbor Planola. The latest from Mick Clifford, the special correspondent with the Irish Examiner, is that Umbor Planola has received evidence of a romantic relationship in the organisation that could have impacted on board decisions and procedures. The Irish Examiner says the alleged relationship in Umbor Planola is one of a litany of concerns raised in the report about governance issues at the board and this new report which has been received uh, by the Department of Housing officials, the new report says that the alleged relationship could potentially give rise to a risk of bias in decision making. So that's the main story on the front of the Irish Examiner. On to the front of the Irish Daily Mirror. We heard in the news there about this appeal to taxi drivers over an assault at the weekend uh, where a man died. And that's the front of the Mirror. Man, man stabbed to death in Booze Row. A man was stabbed in a drunken row before he died in hospital over the weekend. The Mirror can reveal. Gardaí were waiting last night on post-mortem examination results following the death of the 60-year-old in the early hours of Saturday morning in West Dublin, according to the Mirror investigators following a definite line of inquiry. Interesting one in the Irish Times, we heard about new supports for childcare in the budget and people were wondering, well, what about childminders and what can they get? Well, there's been a huge reduction, a more than 20% reduction in the number of in-home Childminders registered with TUSLA over the past five years. And that's not to say that there's been a huge increase in people using creches or things like that. It would seem more people are using unregistered childminders. So obviously this results then in the majority of families who use childminders being unable to avail of subsidies because the childminder isn't registered with TUSLA. So we have these subsidies available for childminders and for creches, but only if they are registered. Childminders not registered with TUSLA cannot be considered for the scheme. And there has been a big reduction in the number of families using registered childminders. So it'll be interesting to see how they solve that particular problem. Uh, And a lot of people have sort of ad hoc relationships with childminders too, don't they? Where they do a couple of hours this day, a couple of hours that day. It's not a sort of formal arrangement between the two. The Irish Independent has got on to public transport and had a look at how many people are wearing masks. And they say less than 4% of public transport passengers are wearing a mask despite health advice to limit the spread of COVID this winter. Winter Now, it's only advice. I mean, this isn't a rule. It isn't the law that you have to wear a mask on public transport. But Irish Independent reporters took 100 trips on the Lewis, the Dart and Dublin bus over four days last week and had found just a small fraction of passengers were wearing a mask. Again, some people are probably say, well, big deal. You know, it's not the law to wear a mask. But the advice is... As we head into the winter, maybe we should consider possibly wearing a mask. It's sort of that vague advice that we're used to in the past. So they got on 
public transport and they say just 3.8% of passengers on Dublin's public transport were wearing a mask. Final story for you comes from the Times of London. Have a look if you're on the road this morning at white vans and see is it men or women driving them because the days of the white van man are over. A new study has revealed that the stereotype of the white van man may soon be heading for the scrapyard as almost 50% of van owners are now women. The report, which is in the UK, said that 43% of van drivers were female 25 years after the white van man phrase was coined back in 1997. The study discovered that 51% of female van drivers read a broadsheet over a tabloid. More than a quarter were vegetarian, vegan or pescatarian and 70% preferred a night in over the pub. Female van drivers are also highly politically engaged. 85% voted in the last general election. What we really want to know here, do the female van drivers get a breakfast roll? in the shop because that was the old stereotype of the male van drivers out there. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This, this is Newstalk.